What's going on, everybody? This is Shamarcus, and this is Shamarcus Talks. And on this episode, we have my personal mentor. I hope I can say that. I have a life coach. She is an amazing mother. She's also a motivational speaker. She's a radio and TV personality. She's a health expert. She's an author. She's a certified nutrition and health coach. I want y'all to help me out with Miss Maritza Willis. Hi there. Oh, Shamarcus, thank you so much. It's always such a pleasure to just chat with you. We have the most amazing conversations and that was a fabulous <laughs> intro. My goodness. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. No, no, thank you. Thank you. What y'all don't know is Maritza, um, before we even go into this, like Marissa is, one of the persons that I call a lot, <laughs> to say the least, but she she has helped me out so much, and we ain't even been knowing each other for like a year. I think it's been right. a year, huh? Yeah. Somewhere about a year. And yeah. Marissa just, she's, it's just her. It's, I, I, I can't even explain it. I really can't. I, I can try, but it, it will do no justice on everything that that she's helped me out with everything that she's helped everyone else out with i want to personally thank you for coming on and and helping me today and uh wow this is this is uh, for one a long time in the making let's start off there <laughs> yeah uh it seems like every time every time it's like something something ain't just turning but i'm so happy i was able to get her on um so how's your day going let's start off there you know, it, it's, it's one of those things that has been absolutely amazing today. Um, ran into some old friends that I hadn't seen in a while and um, took a drive to my office. I hadn't been there in a while. And the day was just absolutely gorgeous. So all in all, it's been fabulous. And I was so excited about having this conversation with you this evening because I think you are of, of the highest caliber individuals. And so truthfully, I was, I was so in anticipation of this and just very humbled, very honored, first and foremost, that we were divinely brought together. And, um, and so, you know, we, we've got an amazing story. And my goal is that between you and I and other people, that are in our circle of friends can somehow or another touch people all over the world and change lives, right? In, in a very positive, impactful way. So thank you. And um, I'm excited. I'm super excited. No, thank you. Thank you. So we'll, we'll start this off because like we can talk for days. Yeah. Every time we get on the phone, it's like, it's like we haven't talked to each other, but we have. And that's, that's something rare that, that people don't have. You know what I mean? So I'll kick this off with, and this is, this is what I want to know. So when did you realize what your purpose was? Because I know for me, it, the, the, the day that we talked is a matter of fact, you were one of the persons that helped me get to jumpstart everything that I'm doing. So what about you? When did you figure this out? Well, actually, I was about 10 years old when I had a calling into what my purpose truly was, and I always knew that it was going to be in service. I didn't quite know how in service, 
but I was always asked to do motivational speeches, even at, at my church or to be the lector. I was, I was brought up Catholic to read in front of, you know, all these people. And I loved being in front of people and I loved delivering a message. It, it was just something that was so innate in me. And, and that, at that started about the age of 10 years old, but it was actually at a dinner with one of my friends and I shared this with you a while back, but I started to feel as if my life was taking a particular course. I'm, I'm also a financial advisor and my life was taking a particular course because life in general had, had, um, had thrown me a whammy. I went through, I went through a divorce and it put me in the realm of, of a world that I really didn't know. And so I ended up getting my licenses and, and thought that my calling was in that, but I wasn't feeling that feeling of satisfaction or like I was significantly making an impact on the world. And I really wanted to do that. And one day I was having dinner with a really, really good friend of mine. And oh, my apologies. My, I was having a really good, a really nice dinner and he was actually trying to bring me on to be one of his financial advisors for his firm. His name was Moses. So go figure how all of this, I'm telling you, divine intervention is amazing sometimes. But his name was Moses and we're sitting there and he says, well, Marisa, he says, what is it that you love to do? Like, what is it? And I told him, I said, you know, I love to talk. I love to just motivate people and elevate them to different levels and allow them to think of different solutions in their daily lives that will positively impact them. And he said something so profound and he says, well, oh, and I said, I said, but it doesn't pay me anything. You know, I just talk, talk, talk. But he said, Maritza, focus on what you love to do and the money will follow. And it appeared as if at that moment, it was such peace, kind of like when you and I talked when we were, when we were, you know, in, in our first, in our first um, encounter, it was, it was such peace and such confirmation for me that I decided, you know what, this is, this is who I am. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is my calling and the rest, I've got to just leave it up to God and the universe to figure this out for me, because I've got to stay within the realm of where I know I belong. And so that threw me into, a, again, the purpose of, of service and whatever service, you know, whether it was volunteering or I actually ended up getting my recovery coach licenses. So I was working with a lot of individuals that, that had had very severe disadvantages and I loved it. I mean, I just came alive so, so it's been now about maybe 10 years and my whole, my whole 10 years from that point forward has been through the, through the, the media, through social media, through radio, through television is in some way delivering a message to all of those that can hear us or can hear me to help you know that you can make your life so much better. And at the end of the day, you know, through God's grace and mercy and our own intervention with, with doing the right thing, right? Our integrity, we can have, we can have just about anything that we want. So, so that's my purpose is just to bring value into everyone's lives. Man, that was amazing. That was amazing. That's why we can talk on the phone for hours right, on end. 
I got another question for you. So how has your journey been since you got started? Because I know even on my journey now that I am like from where I started to where I'm at now, totally different. Like I look at stuff different. How has that happened um, with you? You know, and, and, and I don't know if it's because I'm just born with this really hard head because even though I knew what my purpose was, it gets to, and, and let's just be real, right? Let's just, let's just be as most, I'm going to be as authentic as I can, as I can possibly be. In the, in the environment that I've been brought up in, and I'm, I'm talking about financial services and the world that I'm in, there's a lot of money that is involved and it's exciting, you know, because it allots you opportunities to do a lot of things. And sometimes you get kind of caught up in what you see and what you want. And I'm talking about materialistic, although, although I'm not the fancy cars and the fancy homes, but I am about the fancy trips, right? And I started to realize that every time that I put myself in somewhere where there was service or where I had to go and serve, it pulled me away from my dreams and my visions. And so I would find that my journey would become a challenge with, with who I was supposed to be in my head and who I was made to be on a totally different realm. And it was a challenge for me. And the more I challenged it and the more I kind of try to steer away from, from doing so much volunteer work or or being in the realm of helping the homeless or, or those, you know, that, that had fallen to, to again, you know, disadvantages, the more I was pulled back into the world. And it just seemed like, God, okay, okay. Until one day I finally said, you know what? I totally surrender. I get it. I get it. This is where I'm supposed to be. This is what you need me to do. And once again, it was that sense of peacefulness. But interestingly enough, and I am very spiritual. Interestingly enough, it started to open doors for me that I, in the natural, could have never opened. Ever, ever, ever. And I'll give you an example. The introduction and the opportunity of being on stage with Jack Dorsey, who we know is the owner of Twitter. You know, through, through, through a, a, a place where I wasn't supposed to have been during Hurricane Harvey, through God's grace and mercy and having been saved, you know, through, through this crazy flooding, you know, in the area that I was in, my tweet went completely public worldwide, so much so that it was picked up by Jack Dorsey's staff. And two years later, I'm on the stage with Jack Dorsey. And so I say, to, I say this to say to you that sometimes our calling is so much bigger than what we make it in our heads to be. And doors start opening for us when we surrender to what we're called to do. And, and it's just a matter of trusting and knowing in confidence in yourself, but also in confidence in the gifts that have been given to you, let them shine. Let them shine and know everything else is going to fall in place through divine intervention. We don't really have to do a lot of work. We just got to sit back, do, our, do what we're called to do, let everything else get taken care of by sources that are supposed to take care of them. So, yes, so, so yes. that's been my journey this far. Yeah. That, that, is, that is the best one I've heard thus far, man. Like, again, 
amazing amazing yeah. that's typically that's all i can say with you every time we talk this is amazing everything is amazing so mm-hmm. i have a i have a big question for you okay. any miracles or any thing that you can tell us that was like oh my god this was something other than the one that you told us that was great any other ones that you have that you like oh my god this was just amazing and i know this was a miracle yeah you know it, it's it's interesting because that's when i had my calling um, my, my very first calling was when I was 10 years old and I grew up in a very traditional Hispanic um, environment, Catholic. And before we could do anything, we had to sit in front of this altar and we pray the rosary. And, and, and this one day I was sitting with my grandmother, we were spending the night at her house. And again, I was 10 years old and Gilligan's Island was on. And it was like the second part of Gilligan's Island, you know, for those of us that, that, yes. that know that way back then. And so I was so excited to see what the ending was and we had to pray. And so long story short, I ended up missing Gilligan's Island and I was not a very happy 10 year old little girl. So we got sent to bed and I remember I was laying in bed. It was me. It was my brother in the middle and it was my sister to the side. And I remember having this argument in prayer with God and saying to him, you know, this is really awful. And all we ever do is pray, 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 pray. And it's not like you're answering us. And so I said, well, I'm going to test you. I said, you know, if you really do exist, if you really do, then have my little brother, his name, we used to call him Candy, have Candy sit up in bed and start tickling my back. And I promise you with all that I am, I am not making this up. That little boy sat up in bed and just started tickling me in my back. That was the first miracle I had. And so I knew, I knew at that early age that I had a purpose in service, like I said, but I also knew that I had had some sort of an anointing. And from that day, I have always had the opportunity. Now, I don't want people calling me and saying, hey, can you talk to God? Because it's not like that, right? But, but I've always had this connection where if I am still, and I think we all do, t- truly, Shamarcus, that if we sit still and we ask for something, especially a sign of confirmation, we will hear it. We will hear it. We will see it. We will witness it. But we've got to be still. And so fast forward a few years later, I was actually, my daughter, my little girl and I, every Christmas, we get $2 bills and we make goodie bag. And on the $2 bills, I, and I hope I don't get in trouble for this, but we'll write a little message like God loves you or don't ever give up or know that, that your finances will always be taken care of if you believe. And so we go look for these people that are all over the corners, right? And we start giving them these little goodie bags with these $2 bills for Christmas. And there was this one year that there was a couple, uh, 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 I don't know if they were brother, sister, or husband, wife, but we handed these little little gift bags to them. And I remember feeling like, like you need to give more, right? Like you need to give more. And so I did. And, and, um, and then I had this, these tears that just started running down my face. Well, watch this. My son, unfortunately, this is why I'm in the recovery world, is in recovery. And at that time, I had lost him. I couldn't find him. I knew he was homeless. I knew he was living somewhere in the streets of Houston. That same day, that same day, all I remember saying is, God, 
I'm blessing all of your all of your children. All I ask is that you envelop my child wherever he's at, and I ask you to do the same. So about a year later, Christmas time, my son is now in recovery and he's doing well. And we're sitting down and we're having this conversation. And he's like, mom, he says, I have to tell you about what happened to me last year. And so he starts telling me, and it was right around December the 6th, right? And he says, I was at a gas station and I hadn't eaten in days. I was really, really hungry living on the streets. And this lady saw me that, that had like a little taqueria inside the gas station. And she says, you know, come with me. And so she says, are you hungry? And, and he said, yes. And she says, can I make you something to eat? And he says, I don't have any money. And she says, that's okay. So she made him some, some taquitos. And, and then he says, I sat there. And then out of the blue, her husband said, come, come with me. And he took me to the back and he says, I want you to tell me your story but I don't want you to leave anything out. I need you. I need to hear it from your heart. So my dad, my, my son told him this story and long story short, he gave him a hundred dollars, put him up in a hotel. And it was for the first time in months that my son was able to get a good night's sleep. And of course I'm just crying because a year before I had had this, this warm feeling of, of if you bless, my children, I will bless yours. And so this journey, this blessing, this service, these miracles, I'm saying to you, if you're still and you listen to that inner voice, when because God speaks to us all the time, the problem is that sixth sense that we have, we shut it out. You know, he'll tell you, you are to be a motivational speaker, get started. And we're like, uh, tomorrow. Uh, not today, you know, and there's a hundred, well, I need money, you know, I need a job. And there's reasons why we ourselves keep ourselves from being able to be the best that we're supposed to be. And so, so that is probably for me, you know, just, and I'm writing a book actually, because I, I like these compilations of other stories of other individuals that are in my circle of friends that have also lived through these miracles more than anything to instill hope on anybody that touches this book and reads these stories so that you know they're coming your way, right? You too will get your miracle. You just have to believe. Man, that that part I, I totally do understand. I've I've had a couple times that I've had miracles that I already know that had nothing to do with me. Like that was all God. You know what I mean? So yes. that part I do. That part I, I really feel that what you said is absolutely true. If I was told by I was told by a couple of people and I read this in a couple of things, it says if you help enough people get what they want, you'll get what you want. And that was one of the things that, that really, you know what I'm saying? Just, it's just touched me different. And I'm, again, I'm, you know, you know, me and you already talked this journey is, is I was told by one of my other mentors, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So my last question, because I know you mm -hmm. have a whole bunch on your plate and um, thank you again. But so what does your end goal look like? What, what, um, what does your end goal look like? What are you doing now? Like if someone wants to reach out to you, how how uh, can they do that? Just, just things like that. Right. Well, what I'm doing now is reaching out. I, I would really like to make an impact in the women's community, women and, women and young women. 
Um, I think that I've got a lot of stories. I think I've got through my own personal experiences and things that I've had to go through, some, some that have been, um, I, I was homeless also, and, and I'm not anymore. And so, so there's, there's things that I feel I can help impact these women and these girls in a very positive way. My end goal would be to be able to, to just start visiting these facilities, whether it's women's prisons or, with, or women's homes or even, even schools. Um, I think that our voices can help impact lives just through positive personal development. And, and I, I, I'm a trader, right? I'm a financial advisor and, and there's opportunities in what we do in the skills that we know that anybody, anybody that's willing to learn can also learn and participate in regardless of your background. You know, investing doesn't care if you're a felon or not. It doesn't care if, if, you, if you come from poverty or if you come from wealth, it doesn't care. And so I'd like with, with, with the skills that I have in finances, in the positive words that I have in empowering women and, and young women, um, I believe that my journey would be, would be to help leave something very powerful to them so that they can then break those financial bondages and pay it forward. We, we, we have the ability to do that. I have the ability to help them. And so reaching out to me, I've got my own website, which is my nutrition website. And it's really simple. It's just, I am, I am R-I-T-Z, like the Ritz crackers, I am Ritz.com. So anyone can reach me there. I do have a YouTube channel also that's Maritza Willis. So real simple, you know, just Maritza Willis. And, um, or you can just text me, you know, I don't have a problem with people. I, I don't like calls because they're, you know, all the scammy or the spammers, right? But if you text me and you say, hey, you know, I want to reach out to you, you know, we'd like to sit down and have a conversation. I'm all for it. So you can, you can, you know, leave my number if you'd like also Shamarcus. I'm, I'm open to that. No problem. No problem. Thank you again. And everybody, I will be leaving all of her information at the bottom, uh, in order if you want to get a if you want to talk to her like I I call her I talk to her I listen to everything she says because I remember the first day that I met her and I'm not gonna go into great detail but I remember the first day I met her she had me crying y'all crying it was good it was good <laughs> and, and she'll tell you um I I it was again it was so many just everything it was everything and again i do thank you for that i thank you for any time i need you that i know that i can call you just yeah. thank you for all of the things that you do thank you for uh all the people that you're helping as well and all the people that you want to help like you are are like one of a kind you are oh thank you well they say birds of a feather flock together and as i said i am so honored and humbled to have you in that circle you're such an amazing person. I love your consistency and that motivation in that consistency has been so impactful for me because this year has been a little tough and, and getting your motivational, you know, text in the morning, three times a week and being able to go to your YouTube channel. Um, it, it has really made an impact on me personally. And so I'm very, very appreciative. And I know the world appreciates you too. So I'm proud of you and 
I, I wish you nothing but the best. And I know that we will be able to help impact a lot of lives, Shamarcus. And, and again, you know, I'm, I'm just very humbled and, and I'm, I'm very thankful. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Again, man, this, this was, this was, this was a good one, man. I feel really good about this. Y'all don't understand. It's, it's been so many times that I really want to talk to her and let everybody else see what I get to see on a daily basis whenever I call her. And like, again, all the links will be in the description below. I want y'all to really reach out to her, especially if you are a woman or a, a youth woman you know a young, yeah, young girls you know young i would girl. say between yeah. the ages of like 10 and 30 and then of course any woman in general <laughs> is fine it doesn't matter but but i, I think that the more, more impact that i'll make is with girls that are you know between the ages of 10 to 10 to 30 yeah. 10 to 30 please like she, she every time i talk to her it's like i feel like i need to be doing more <laughs> i feel like <laughs> she she will inspire yeah. you she will she will tell you what you don't want to hear opposes uh, what you do want to hear and that's what i do love about her whenever i do talk to her if if it's something i want to hear and she doesn't tell me i know that she's coming from a pure standpoint from a let's get this done standpoint again i thank you thank you for your time and uh i want y'all to have a great rest of the day thank you thank you thank you i see you on the next one peace Bye.